You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We're on the second week of our series entitled Unwavering. And we've been talking about faith. We've been talking about the unwavering faithfulness of our God. And we've been studying the life of Abraham. And we know that Abraham also has that title as the father of faith. Now, as we go through this seven-week series of Unwavering, we can see and we can identify that the faith of Abraham is not perfect. That the faith of Abraham really is a journey. And as he journeys on by faith, he is living a life of faith. Can you say that with me? A life of faith. Now, you see, in, in Romans chapter 1, 17, the Word of God says that the just shall live by faith. That you and I, we are to live lives exhibiting faith in the Lord. The just shall live by faith. But the question is, how does that look like? What does that mean that the just shall live by faith? You see, if we live by faith, it means that we just don't live by faith on a Sunday. Not just living a life of faith on a Sunday 9 a.m. service, but we live life of faith not just on a Sunday, but on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We live a life of faith beyond our Christian or church activities. We live a life of faith because our lives would exhibit the faithfulness of our God. Again, the journey of faith, ni Abraham, hindi perfect. Meron siyang mga maling desisyon, meron siyang pagkakamali, he stumbled, he fell, he dropped the ball, kumbaga. Yet, his faith remains unwavering because he did not lose faith in God. He pursued despite of or in spite of his shortcomings. And as he continued on in faith, his faith grew and became unwavering. That's the call for you and for me. It's not really for us to have a perfect state of faith all the time, but to continue to hold on to the faithfulness of our God. Amen? Because God is always faithful. Can we give God praise for that? Many times, I also find myself struggling in the area of faith. Madami po tayong mga challenges. Meron challenge ng health, meron challenge ng finance, meron challenge, madaming challenges. And many times, our faith are tested. And many times, sometimes, our faith would take a beating and our faith would fail. But you know, one thing with our God, He will always remain faithful. That's why you and I can live a life of faith because every day, all the time, God is faithful. We are called to live a life of faith. Now, how much faith do we really need? Kagano kalaki bang pananampalataya ang talagang kailangan para mabuhay sa mundong ito, isang buhay na Kristiyano? Alam mo, sabi ng Panginoon, sabi ni Jesus, ang kailangan mo lang is a mustard seed size of a faith. Mustard seed size of a faith. It's a small size of a faith. But you see, the mustard seed size of a faith, if you look at that in, in Matthew, the mustard seed size of a faith is a mountain-moving faith. He says, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say unto this mountain, be moved, and the mountain will move. We got to have faith. Not on ourselves, of faith, just having faith. Not on anything that we can produce for ourselves, but we need to have faith in God. 
because He is faithful no matter what. No matter what the situation is, no matter what the circumstances is, whatever giants we are facing, whatever situation, challenging situation we are facing, God is always, always faithful. We got to have faith. Look at the person beside you and say, have faith. In Hebrews, it says, without faith, it is impossible. Say it me, impossible. Without faith, impossible. It is impossible to please Him. For whoever draws near to God must believe that He exists. God exists and that He rewards. God exists and God rewards those who seek Him. He and victory, we are saying, with the very reason why we wake up, suit up, and show up day in and day out is for this reason alone, to honor God, to please God, and to make disciples. You and I, we are called to honor God. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. You and I, we are on this journey of faith. That as we do things by faith, when we volunteer, when we come to church, when to listen to service, whatever we do, we live life by faith so that we may please God. It's going to be by faith. So once again, let's look at the life of Abraham. This morning, we'll be talking about faith and the Word. Who among you here love the Word? Yon, konti lang, no? Lahat tayo. We are to love God's Word. You see, man will not live by bread alone. Dapat may palaman. Man will not live by bread alone. But with every word that proceeds out from the mouth of God, we need to be in the Word of God. That is what we'll be talking about. I hope you and I will just enjoy this time and really allow God to speak His Word upon our hearts. Our main text this morning will be found in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 4. So if you have your Bibles with you, just turn to that book, the book of beginnings. Unang-una po yan sa Bible. Madaling hanapin. Genesis chapter 12. Just to provide a little context, this is the time when God initiates or commands Abraham to leave his land, his country, to a place where he does not know yet. Reading from verse 1, all together, let's read. Now the Lord said to Abraham, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land I will show you. Verse 2, And I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abraham went as the Lord told him, and Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Join me in a short word of prayer. Father God, thank you that you are faithful. Your word shall not return to you void. Holy Spirit, we pray that you speak to our hearts your word and allow, Lord God, our lives, Lord, to live lives giving glory unto you. Bless the preaching of your word. Lord, we declare full dependence on you and to you alone. Bless your people and let your name be glorified. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Faith and the Word. Faith and the Word. What is the relationship between faith, having faith, and the Word of God? You see, in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, it says, Faith comes from hearing the Word of God. Doon po nangagaling ang pananampalataya sa salita ng Panginoon. 
Kaya po tayo nagkakaroon ng pagtitiwala, pananampalataya sa Panginoon dahil siya ay tapat, siya ay dakila, ang kanyang salita ay totoo. Faith comes from hearing and hearing the Word of God. But you see, the Word of God needs to be applied in our lives. And it needs to be applied every single day of our lives and in every area of our lives. That is true faith. When the Word of God is applied upon our lives. See, there is a link between the Word of God and applying God's Word. And that link is faith. Para po i-apply natin ang salita ng Diyos sa ating buhay, tayo po ay kailangan magkaroon ng pananampalataya. So, meron kasing link talaga yon, no? Ang salita ng Diyos, faith comes from the Word of God. And the Word of God needs to be applied in our lives, all the days of our lives, not just on Sundays, all areas of our lives, not just the church area, but the finance area, the relationships area, on all areas of our lives, we need to apply God's Word. You know, this reminds me of Matthew chapter 7, the wise and the foolish builder. Siguro familiar din kayo doon. Ang sabi doon, anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice or applies it to their lives, anyone who puts it into practice will be like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. The rains will come down, the floods will rise up, the winds will blow and beat against this house, but this house will stand for its foundation is upon the rock. You see, the Word of God, it needs to be applied to our lives. The Word of God will bless us. The Word of God will strengthen us. The Word of God will prosper us. But the Word of God needs to be applied upon our lives. Faith and the Word of God. You see, faith that really glorifies God is faith that obeys His Word. We need to believe in such a way that we apply it in our lives. Faith that glorifies God is faith that obeys God's Word. Do you believe? Alright, you're tracking with me so far. You see, the question here is this, why do people disobey God? They have faith, but still, they struggle with disobedience. They struggle, they disobey God. And so, madami pong kasagutan dito. Why do people disobey God? Well, number one, maybe because they doubt. They doubt the Word of God. They doubt God. They doubt that God even exists. They doubt that God even cares for them. They doubt that, if, that God is even involved in their lives. They doubt God. Remember our first verse? It says, if anyone would seek God, he must first believe that He exists. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. One, maybe they doubt. That's why they disobey. Number two, because maybe sometimes we think we know better than God. Minsan, no? Parang akala natin, mas marunong pa tayo sa Lord. No? So, meron tayong mga uh, prayer requests kay God. Nagdadraw tayo ng diagram. Sasabihin, Lord, dito ang blessing. Dito dadaan. Dapat ganito, Lord. That's step one, step two, step three. Di ba? Sometimes we believe, we think we're better than God. And that's a struggle. Because faith really is having faith not on what we can do, not on what we can provide for ourselves, not on what our own capabilities or strength or resources have, but having faith and trust in God alone. Apart from Him, we can do nothing. Why do we disobey God? Why do people disobey God? Here's the next question. Why do we, tayo na, kristyano na, why do we disobey God? Well, Number one, top of the list, is because of comfort. Because we're so comfortable, so familiar to what we already know, 
sometimes it's so hard to obey God because we love comfort. Lord, ito na ako eh. Ito na yan eh. Dito na ako. Saya-saya ko nga dito eh. You see, Abraham had a comfortable life when God called him. He was having a com- comfortable life. Walang problem. Abraham was so rich. He has so many servants. And he lived in that land. But see, God called him out. The reason why we disobey, sometimes because we like staying in our comfort zones. Number two, we disobey God because many times we seek the approval of men. And so we face compromising situations in the office or wherever we are at. We seek the approval of men. And because we seek the approval of men, what happens now? We have a tendency to disobey God. Instead of seeking the, seeking the approval of God, we try to seek the approval of men. Number three, power. Sometimes we'd like to have power. Tayo ang may kapangyarihan. We put our trust in our own giftings, talents, experiences, competencies that would provide us power. But you see, the power would always come from the Lord. Let's look at the life of Abraham once more. Abraham had power. He was a very influential man in that land before God called him out. See, God called him out says, Abraham, come, leave your land. If Abraham would hold on to his comfort, approval of men in that, in that place, power, he would have never followed God. You and I also, let's put our trust in our almighty, all-powerful God not on anything else. A verse from the Bible says, some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we will trust upon the name of our God. Amen? Can we give God praise for that? God is trustworthy. Amen? He never fails. He never fails. Again, the Word of God says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Fourth, we disobey God because we like to be in control. Sometimes gusto natin, tayo ang in control sa mga sitwasyon. Hawak-hawak natin ang mga bagay-bagay na to. And so, to relinquish control and to put trust in God and just simply obey God, that is a struggle of faith. We need to come to terms with that saying that really, God is the one who is in control, not us. And so we grow in faith. We grow in our relationship with God. Where do we find comfort? Where do we find approval, power, and control? In God. Because God cares and loves us. Obedience, really, is an act of faith. Ang pagsunod ay isang act ng pananampalataya. Obedience is an act of faith. Disobedience is a result of unbelief. Obedience is a result of unbelief. You know, obedience is not easy. Do you agree? Sometimes mahirap sumunod, ha? Bless those who curse you. Love your enemies. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all of His things shall be added unto you. God takes number one priority. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Minsan mahirap mag-obey. Tama po ba? But each step of obedience that we take is a step of blessing. Kung gusto mo ng pagpapala, tayo ay susunod. Ang lahat ng hakbang na may pagsunod, may pagpapala. Lahat ng hakbang na may pagsaway, may pagpapalo. Mamili ka, pagpapala, pagpapalo. Pagpapala. Now, the Word of God. See, God's Word gives us faith. Faith to agree in the plans of God. Faith to align 
to the purposes of God and faith to adhere to the precepts of God, the commands of God, the instructions of God. Let's jump into the first point real quick. God's Word gives us faith to agree to the plans of God. Do we really agree with the plans of God? Or do we hold on to our own plans? Faith, God's Word, gives us faith to agree with the plans of God. Verse 1, it says, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land I will show you, and I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. I will bless you. That is the plan of God for you and for me, that God would bless each and every one of us. Gusto kang pagpalain ng Panginoon. Naniniwala po ba kayo doon? God wants to bless us. There is no problem with God blessing us. God wants to bless us with abundance. God wants to bless us so much, but we need to trust God. Abraham was called out by God, leave your country, leave your comfort zone, leave that approval for men, leave that desire for power, leave that desire for control. Trust God. He wants to bless you. He wants to bless us. You see, God blesses us. Are you blessed by God? If you are blessed by God, we rejoice and we thank God for that. But you know what? Think of it this way. Everything that we have, everything that we will have, really comes from the Lord. Pagpapala po ng Panginoon yan. Sabi ng salita ng Diyos, every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. It descends down from the Father of lights. In Him, there is no shadow of turning. Everything that we have, yung good looks mo, uy, yung skills and talents mo, experiences mo, competencies mo, the opportunities that you have, the doors that open wide for you, these are the blessings of God for you. Everything comes from the Lord. Now, God blesses us not because we're good. God blesses us not because we're good. God blesses us because God is good. Amen? All the blessed, give praise to God. We are blessed. Think about it. We are so blessed. Not because we are good. We are so blessed because God is so good. That we are to agree with the plans of God. Lord, naniniwala ako, nagtitiwala ako, nananampalataya ako, na gusto mo akong pagpalain. That we agree to the plans of God. God has a plan. Jeremiah 29, 11, a very familiar verse. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. God has a plan. Do we trust God? Do we agree with His plan? Whatever it is written in the Bible, whatever is the precepts of God, whatever is the commands of God, whatever is written there, God has that purpose. He wants to bless us. He wants to bless you. Now, what's the evidence of that? How do you know that, Rain? How sure are you that God wants to bless me? Well, this is the only evidence that God gave His only begotten Son on that cross. He gave His very best. Not because we are good, but because He is good. That is the evidence that His plan is to bless us, not to harm us. Another familiar verse, John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief comes only, say with me, only. The thief comes only to steal kill and destroy. Wala na pong ibang layunin ang kalaban. Wala na pong ibang layunin ang mga demonyo, mga demonyo. 
Wala na pong ibang layunin, kundi to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came so that we may have life and life to the full. He wants us to be blessed. And here's the gospel. God became man through Jesus Christ. Jesus came so that we may have life. God became man through Jesus Christ. He lived the life that we should have lived. Holy, sinless, perfect. Jesus lived the life that we should have lived and He died the death that we should have died. Upon that cross, there was a divine exchange. He became the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. He took away our sins. He gave us His righteousness. God wants to bless us. God wants to give us life and life to the full. After three days, Jesus rose from the grave, sits at the right hand of the throne of God, and now offers the free gift of salvation and forgiveness of sins to everyone who would put their trust in Him. That is the good news of the gospel, the evidence, the full manifestation, the display of God's intention to love us, save us, redeem us, deliver us, to bless us. If we can trust God for our salvation, we can trust God for our provision. If we trust God for our salvation, we can trust God for our healing. If we trust God for our salvation, we can trust God for His guidance and protection. Amen? Amen. Do you trust God? Is He good to you? Can you give God praise? We will never get tired of thanking God and praising God. We agree to the plans of the Lord. God's Word gives us faith to align to the purposes of God. God has a purpose for our lives. Do you believe God has a purpose for you? Yes. We are not saved for us to just go to heaven. Hindi lang po tayo ligtas para magpunta sa langit. Nasaved po ako 1991. 2018 na po ngayon. Ibig sabihin po ba, overstaying na ako dito sa lupa? If we are just saved to go to heaven, then what are we doing here? Why, why we are here is because God has a purpose for you and for me. We are not just saved to go to heaven. We are saved for His purposes here on earth. God has a purpose for you and through you. God has a purpose for us. For you and for me, let's look at verse 2 and 3. And I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. The reason for God blessing Abraham, the reason why you and I are blessed by God, the reason why God remains faithful, gracious, merciful, loving, forgiving. The reason why we have many, 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 many second chances is because God has a purpose for us. He wants to bless us so that through you and me, we become a blessing. I will bless you. I'll make your name great so that you will be a blessing. Para maging blessing tayo, maging pagpapala tayo. Kaya pala tayo merong ganitong kakayanan. Kaya pala tayo nabubuhay dito sa mundong ito. Kaya pala meron tayong oportunidad na binibigay sa atin. Kaya pala meron tayong madaming pera. Amen? Praise God. Kaya pala meron tayong kalakasan. Kaya pala tayo meron mga blessings na ito. Ay para tayo ay maging pagpapala, instrumento ng papala ng Panginoon sa madaming tao. We are blessed to be a blessing. Say with me, blessing. Say with me, I am blessed. To be a blessing. 
not to be a bossing. Sometimes we are just so blessed and we think we are blessed to be a bossing. That we, we demand things, we are so entitled, you know, I'm blessed so you should treat me right. No? That's not the purpose. That's not the purpose of the blessings of God. The blessings of God is for you and for me to be a blessing to others. Here in Victory, we say we exist to honor God and to make disciples because we believe, again, the reason why we wake up, suit up, show up Sunday in, Sunday out, year in and year out for 32 years is because we want to pursue the purposes of God. We believe God has a purpose. And see, the purpose of God is revealed through His Word. Ang layunin ng Panginoon ay naihahayag sa Kanyang salita. If you want to know the purpose of God for your life, we need to be in the Word of God. Who among you here, you know, when you buy gadgets, when you buy things, it comes with an owner's manual, right? So you're familiar with the owner's manual, right? Yes? But do you read the owner's manual? No? No? Diba? Bili ka ng gadget, may owner's manual. Ang kapal naman ng owner's manual na to. Meron pang in Japanese, in French. No? You don't read the owner's manual. You see, but in the owner's manual, nandun po yung specification nung binili nung device, nandun po yung capabilities at limitation, nandun po yung primary functions at purpose nung device na yun. Ganun din sa buhay kristyano. Merong owner's manual. Yan ang salita ng Diyos. For us to know the purpose, we need to be in the Word of God. God's precepts, God's specifications, our limitations and capabilities, our primary functions, and our purpose is revealed in the Word of God. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10 to 11, it says there this, His intent was that now through the church, who is the church? We are the church. Through you and through me, that the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms according to His eternal purpose that He accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. Merong purpose si Lord. We are to align ourselves with the purposes of God. The reason why we are here, the reason why we exist, the reason why you're in this community, the reason why you are in this neighborhood, the reason why you have that job is because God has a purpose. He wants to bless you. And through you, people will be blessed. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God has prepared in advance for us to do. You see, we don't have to think of what we want to do for God. What we need to find out is what God wants to do through us. God has a purpose for you and for me. Here, in our context in victory, we align ourselves with the purposes of God. That's why we have Real Life Foundation. We partner with what the Lord is doing in giving scholarship to poor but deserving individuals. The reason why we have 10 days missions because we know that the nations belong to God. And we take time off to go and pursue the purposes of God. We have church plans. Dito sa Las Piñas, malakas po yung love the city. Amen? Love the city. Why? Because God wants to bless us. And the blessings of God is for us to be a blessing to others. Love the city. We are aligning ourselves with the purposes of God. We don't just live lives for our own purpose, but we seek the purposes of God. The reason why we are blessed 
is for us to be a blessing and for us to give glory to God. Third point, God's Word gives us faith to adhere to the precepts of God. Binibigyan po tayo ng pananampalataya ng salita ng Diyos upang tayo po ay manatili at yakapin ang kanyang mga instructions sa atin. Ito pong verses na binasa natin, verse 1 and verse 4, Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And so Abram went. Abraham obeyed the precepts of God. Pwede natin makita na pwede siyang mag-reason, madami siyang mga uh, excuses. Lord, I'm comfortable here. Lord, I'm powerful here. Lord, I have the approval of men here. So Abraham went, and the, uh, as the Lord told him, and Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. You see, the key to a life that would give glory to God is obedience. The key is obedience. God wants to bless us so much that we are to obey His Word so that in obedience to His Word, we find the purpose of God. And as we find the purpose of God, God is glorified in our lives. And as God is glorified in our lives, people are blessed around us. Our family, our friends, our communities, our office mates are blessed through us. As we obey and we experience God, our lives bear witness to the faithfulness of God. As we live lives of obedience, our lives would testify. It would testify the truth that the God of the Bible is real, He is alive, and that He is involved in all areas of our lives. Amen? Come on, let's give God praise for that. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. For anyone who draws near to Him must first believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. If you want to know God, if you want to know who God is, we have to be in the Word of God. We need to be reading our Bibles. I love you enough to say this to you, that reading God's Word on a Sunday is not enough. We need to be in the Word of God. We need to be reading, prayerfully reading God's Word every day of our lives. If you want to know God, you can read His Word. But if you want to experience God, we need to obey His Word. Amen? It's only in obedience and stepping out in faith that we experience God, the Word of God being applied in our lives, trusting and believing in such a way that we walk by faith. The just shall live by faith. And faith comes from hearing and hearing the Word of God. Faith that glorifies God is faith that obeys His Word. Just bow down our heads, close our eyes. Lord, we thank You that You are our God. You are faithful and true. Your love does not change. Many times our love for You waver. Many times our faith, Lord, would change. But Lord, you remain faithful. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Teach me, teach us, Lord, to put our trust in you. Teach us, Lord God, to embrace and to love your word in such a way that we apply it in our lives. Give us a hunger, give us a thirst, Lord, to know you more through your word. Give us a hunger, give us a thirst, Lord, to seek your purposes for our lives. Give us a hunger, give us a, thir a thirst, Lord, 
that we may live lives giving glory and honor to you. And Lord, use us to be a channel of blessing to the people around us, that your people may be blessed and that your name will be glorified. Thank you, Lord. Allow us to have faith that we may live lives in obedience and giving glory and honor to your name. This is our prayer. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Can you give God praise for that?